Have you ever watched a film so punishing you felt like you must have done something wrong? Repent and you will find salvation. Hey fam, welcome to a new episode of Stay Watching Mondays at the Movies. As always, I'm your host, Larry. This week, I am talking about two films that deal with the idea of isolation in two very, very different ways. Um, this week, I am talking about the horror film, The Lodge, and the romantic drama, um, I guess that's that's what we call romance movies, romantic drama, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, um, the French film that has critics abuzz um, and is actually quite beautiful. So um, I'm going to talk about both of these. You know, again, there are some interesting through lines in, in pairing these films together, um, but they also could not be more different. So uh, hang in there. I will be right back. So the first of these films that I want to talk about is The Lodge. And um, I, so a couple of, I guess it was a little over a year and a half ago at this point, um, I have no sense of time, so that could be completely wrong. Um, I had recorded this episode kind of about how I don't really know horror that well, um, but I've been getting into it recently and there were a lot of like, horror movies that had been coming out that have been kind of getting me into horror. Um, so when I saw the trailer for The Lodge, um, certain aspects of it kind of hit me and reminded me of Hereditary, um, which is a, a horror film that I really love. And, and watching this film, there are certain little vignettes and things that they do that are uh, reminiscent of Hereditary. Uh, specifically, there's one motif, um, the use of miniature in this, that um, that really just harkens back to Hereditary. And you know, for me, it was a little bit distracting because I'm like, are they just trying to do the same thing, or or is there a little bit more here? But let me backtrack. Um, basically, the premise of um, this film is that. A, a soon-to-be stepmother is trapped. Um, yeah, we'll we'll say trapped um, in in a in a winter lodge uh, with two children of her fiance, um, and you know they they are kind of secluded. And it's really the idea is that these three have to get to know each other, um, but some really really strange, terrifying events end up taking place. Um, and I, I just kind of want to start there. I mean, I think overall, I, I really like the premise of this film. Um, you know, again, in terms of like horror movies that have been grabbing me or dramas or thrillers, however you want to look at this, because I feel like there are times when this just feels straight up horror 
There are times when, you know, it feels like a family drama and there are times where it is just like a straight on thriller. Um, and I think one of the things that's really interesting about this film is the way that it deals with family, the way that it deals with a broken family um, and how, you know, in a lot of cases, um, children will will lash out uh, at, you know, a, a, a step parent or something like that. You know, I don't have that personal experience, but, you know, talking to different people and, and kind of you know, having an understanding of, of the way that different people's lives go. Um, it's something that you see. And I feel like this film is very smart in using that as kind of a framing device. So um, we kind of are given this understanding of the kid's relationship with their with their biological uh, mother, um, you know, what the division of their parents kind of does to them. Um, and how that influences their reaction to this new person who's who's kind of being inserted into their lives. Um, and, you know, I, I refuse to spoil this film because if you are going to see it, I think it's it's really important to not know much more than that. Um, I think it's it's really well crafted in the way that it approaches things. Um, you know, one of the challenges with this film um, from my perspective, it's it's one of those films that I can't recommend to people. Um, and when I say that, it's not because like I don't think it has value and I don't think that it is a good film because I think there's a lot of really great stuff here. Um, for me, it doesn't always work. I think there are some pacing issues. Um, I do think the performances are good, uh, specifically uh, Riley Kyo, I believe that's how it's pronounced, who plays... Um, you know, the, the soon-to-be stepmother, Grace. I think Jaden Martell, uh, who plays uh, the male child. Uh, he was also in, um, you know, the It movies. I think he is he is very good. Uh, Leah McHugh, who plays the, um, the daughter in this. Uh, she is also really great. Um, and I just, you know, I just realized that Jaden plays a character named Aiden and Leah plays a character named Mia. And that's pretty funny. And Richard Armitage is their dad and he plays Richard. Uh, but that's besides the point. I, I think they all do a really good job. I think they play off of each other really well. Um, and, you know, they, they really depict this strained relationship in this less than ideal situation in a, in a really harrowing way. Um, but that said, I think the challenge with a film like this, um, in the same way that I that I kind of am challenged to recommend a film like Hereditary to people, is there is some really what we'll call disturbing imagery. There are things that happen in this film that you see um, that, depending on who you are, it can make it very difficult to stay in the film to to actually watch it. Um, there are some things that happen where I'm like, is this disturbing just to be disturbing um or does this serve a real purpose like did this need to happen um and i and i think in some ways yes those things did need to happen but i think for other audience members they they may not feel that same way um you know and i, and I know it's it's so hard talking around these things and, and not wanting to to spoil these things but you know it's one of those things where what i would say is if you if you have an idea that you want to see this film you're probably going to see it and if you're what i would say is if you're into horror films that are 
you know, I, I don't want to say non-traditional, but like more in the veins of your hereditaries, your midsummers, the witch, where it's more about like this feeling and sitting in sitting in disturbance, um, I, I feel like is the way that I would describe it. If you are into that type of horror movie where you just feel like you're caught in this miasma of just like bad feeling, if that's what you're into, I think you'll be able to take a lot of enjoyment out of this film. Um, for me, I think it is, I think it, again, like I said, I think it's very well produced. I think it's well directed. Um, it's from Veronica Franz and Severin Fiala. Um, uh, Veronica Franz, uh, you may know, um, actually they, they both, um, they both worked on Goodnight Mommy, um, which is another horror film. Um, and I think, from my perspective, The Lodge is a bit more successful than that film is, even though it's all subjective and people might disagree with that. Uh, I also have to give a shout out to the the cinematographer of this film. Probably going to butcher his name, but uh, Themios Bakata. <laughs> Bakatakis. Um, sorry if I just like absolutely butchered it. He's the cinema, same cinematographer who, who did, um, the killing of a sacred deer and the lobster. Um, if you're familiar with those films, you can probably get a sense of the way that he frames shots. And I, I just think the cinematography is something that is incredibly well done in this film. Uh, the way that information is shown to you is is just so interesting. The way it's like kind of meted out, um, you know, it's it's funny because like when I first saw this film, I left the theater kind of being a bit unsure about it. But the more I've thought about it, the more I really kind of um, the more I enjoy it, or the more I enjoy, it, especially the concepts of it. Um, so. One of the cool things is, um, you know, just just this idea of isolation and being stuck there with somebody who one is new to you, two you feel like has invaded your life, um, you know, and and how do you react in that situation? And it's just like, you know, that feeling of isolation despite being with other people is just like it's so horrifying in this way. And I, I, I think, um, I think it's just really, really well done in, in a sense. Um, but again, like I cannot, I can't in good faith kind of recommend this film to everybody. Um, and I would be remiss if I didn't give like a, a, a strong warning about this film, you know, like things like, if you are triggered in any sense by like cults, depression, um, or, or, you know, depictions of, of suicide, um, you know, I, I think those things can be really jarring. Also, if you have, um, a, a if, uh, specific religious ideology, um, you know, chafes you in some way I, I can see this film being very difficult to get through so um I, I i really didn't want to kind of leave that unsaid because i think it's it's important to know that um if you do decide to go into this film um you know but again like as i've as i've thought about it over this the course of this weekend i, I find myself like really really enjoying this film a bit more than i than i thought i initially had 
Um, and a lot of it's just sticking with me. Again, it's just the way that the story is told, like it's not perfect. There are pacing issues, despite it being a less than two hour movie. Um, I do think there's a lot that's done right here. I think it's very beautiful. And I think the way that it unfolds is, though some folks might find it a bit predictable, I, I feel like it went in this way that is in a sense pleasing in the least pleasing way possible. So um, I'll kind of leave it there for The Lodge. The other film that I saw this weekend uh, that deals with a sort of isolation is uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Um, and so this is a French film. And basically the idea is that on this, you know, on this isolated island, um, there is a female painter who is hired to paint a portrait, a wedding portrait of a reclusive young woman who, um, is kind of thrust into this marriage that she does not want. Um, and that's kind of the, the place where I would leave it. It is directed and written by Celine Schiama. Um, again, sorry if I pronounced these names wrong. Um, it is, it's a French film, um, and it stars, uh, Noemi Merlant, Adele Hernel, Hainel, sorry again, and, uh, Luana Bajrami and it really this film focuses on three kind of central characters it's really about the relationship between two of them um, but there are really three main characters in this film and it's kind of like their relationships that, that build um, and you know like if you've seen the trailer you kind of know all right this is a, a romance story um, you know, it's about, you know, it's, it's such a hard film to describe because it's like, you, you know what it's about. You watch, you watch the trailer and you know what it's about. You know, it's about a relationship that should not happen. That does, you know, it's about, you know, in a sense, the stealing of a look or a glance or of a heart and, you know, this thing that you have that you shouldn't have, um, and I, and I just found it so beautiful. Um, I am not the biggest fan of, you know, romantic films. You know, there's, there's something about them that oftentimes I feel like they're, they're like too sweet in a sense. Um, and I think this film has like a great bitter sweetness to it. Um, that helps kind of undercut that like usual romantic you know, energy that I, that I don't really like. And I think that's, that's part of it being, you know, from this different lens, you know, because there are aspects of this film where, you know, there's something very serious that the characters have to deal with. And it is like this plot line that, that stretches for a bit. And so there, there, there are things that are kind of being discussed here. Um, there are things that are being dealt with that make it not so just straight up sweet. And, you know, it can, it, <laughs> just trying not to, to spoil this, but like, I mean, it, it, it it's one of those things where you find yourself um, enamored with these characters and wanting the best for them, 
but knowing that not everything can work out the way that you would love for it to. Um, and I think that's what's really kind of beautiful about it. Um, I think that's what's what's great about, you know, kind of the the central premise of the film. Um, as a as an artist, I I found a lot of it really breathtaking and beautiful. Um, you actually like watch the process of painting and of drawing. Um, and I think those shots are so beautifully done. I, I, I think oftentimes people just just see a work of art and just they think about, oh, this person must have been a genius and they can just do this. And, you know, being able to show like how much work goes into that process, I, I think was really, really kind of beautiful. And, and it, honestly, it's not oftentimes that the process of making art, of making a painting, finds its way onto the to the screen these days. Um, and so I was really just kind of I was I was I was kind of just blown away by how beautiful that was. Um, I think another aspect that really kind of stood out to me is, in a sense, the cinematography of this film. So, you know, what's really important about this film, and you know, this isn't quite a spoiler. It is in the trailer, uh, but the. Uh, the idea is that the painter must kind of paint her subject in secret. And so the cinematographer, uh, Claire Mathen, has to do this work of kind of showing, you know, and this is, this is really a pairing of the cinematographer and the director. They have to show the painter like stealing looks at their subject. So, you know, getting in a look at the ear or the nose or the profile, like just, just, just stealing little glances here and there, um, which works both in terms of the story of a painter trying to paint this portrait and of somebody who is falling in love. And I just, I feel like the way that that is shown, the way that it's depicted is so just, just so beautiful. Um, and I know I'm, I'm using that word beautiful a lot, but I mean, like for me, it's, there's not really another way to describe it. I, I was really kind of enamored with this film. Um, one other reason for that is there's so much that you are shown. Um, this movie, this film doesn't use, you know, a whole lot of music. You know, and, and, you know, that's one thing that I heard uh, a patron complaining about when um, when the film let out. Um, but like there's not like a whole lot of score. Uh, there is like a couple of key musical tracks in the film um, that mostly are kind of real. Like they are it is music that is being performed in film. And that's mostly when you hear music in the film. Um, there are a couple of places that I think there's like one or two other places that music appears, but those are kind of like the key moments of it. And I, and I think that's, it's a really wise decision because, you know, in some cases, and this isn't, I, I think score is really important. I think soundtrack is really important. I think music is really important overall, but I think in some cases, music is doing too much of the work in a film and this, in a sense, forces you to watch and pay attention and to understand what is going on 
without musical cues telling you what you're supposed to be feeling in that moment. Um, and I think for me, that was really effective. I understand for people that may not be, you know, that into nuance, it, it, it may be a little bit more difficult for them to kind of take those things in, you know, because again, like I have to, whenever I'm doing this, whenever I'm talking about films, I have to remind myself that not everybody views, views film in the same way and not everybody comprehends film in the same way. And that's an aspect that might be difficult for some people. Um, that quietness of this film, the reliance on kind of what is shown, um, might prove difficult for some viewers. They, they may not be able to, they may not be able to engage with this film in the same way that the creators intend for you to. Um, and I just, I just think that's really one, like, I, I think that's a challenge that some people are going to face with it. Uh, some people may disagree with this, but at two hours and two minutes, there are some aspects of the pacing that I think could have been done a little bit better. Um, I think that this film could have probably been possibly trimmed down by, you know, 20 minutes to a half hour. Um, again, I know some people are going to disagree with that. Um, but I, I do believe there, I, I do believe there, it was like a little bit too long in places. Um, one thing that I, that I will say, and I, and I hope this isn't taken as a spoiler, uh, one of the asks, uh, one, I don't know how many people are going to really understand this reference, but one of the things that I, I really enjoyed about this film, uh, being somebody who's always been really interested in myth and, and, and things like that, um, I think there's a great allegory or allegorical reference um, and direct reference in the film to um, the tale of Orpheus and Eurydice. And I just think it's so, again, like I'm gonna use this word one more time. I just think it's so beautifully done. So um, what I would say is, you know, if you are in the mood for a beautiful but quiet romantic tale of a painter falling for their subject um, in a love that they should not be allowed to have, I think you will really enjoy this film. Um, I think it's, it's you know, again, I, I've said the word so many times. I, I think it's just a beautiful film. Um, not perfect. I think there are things, you know, like I said, the pacing, um, some of the quietness. Uh, but but I think those are things that you are supposed to feel. There's a, there's a level of discomfort in those things that you are supposed to have. Um, and it, it kind of gets me back to like the whole conversation about The Irishman and its length where, you know, what may seem like a mistake or may seem like an issue is a part of the artistic expression of the idea. And you are not supposed to be comfortable in that silence. You are not supposed to be comfortable with the length. You are supposed to sit in it. It is supposed to make you uncomfortable. It's supposed to make you focus on what you are seeing. Um, it's supposed to make you feel like you're kind of in this isolation with these characters. Um, and in a lot of ways, it's really effective. Uh, but depending on who you are as an audience member, it may be difficult for you to put yourself in the, put yourselves in their shoes. So, um, you know, again, if you if you're in the mood for a romance, um, you like 
French movies uh, and you're down with painters, I, I think you might be interested in this film. So, what are your thoughts, people? Agree, disagree? Did you love The Lodge? Did you hate it? Did Portrait of a Lady on Fire bore you? Or did you think it was the most beautiful film you've seen in such a long time? Let me know your thoughts at LarryTron pretty much everywhere on social media. Or if you want to hit me up via email, Larry at LM2Photo.com. Love hearing from you. Love hearing your experiences with these films and hearing what you have to say about them. Um, Again, like, uh, got new episodes coming up every week. Um, I'm going to be starting to drop uh, some of the um, main topic issues in the next coming weeks. Um, there's going to be a little bit of a break in March, uh, depending on if I can get some episodes scheduled ahead of time or not. Um, mostly because I have some service work that I'm going to be going out and doing in another state so I won't have my equipment with me and won't be able to record um, but hopefully I can get something recorded in advance and schedule it to go out but we'll see um, it's always like a little difficult to plan on those things just because uh, any number of things can come up between now and then preventing me from having the time that I need to do that um, between now and then if you haven't already make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you can get your weekly Mondays at the Movies Fix, and you can get those topic episodes that will be coming out again soon. Um, if you can, if you haven't already, make sure to leave a five-star review on iTunes. The reason why I ask you to do that, it's great. It helps other people find the show. If you like it, hopefully you can find other people that will like it too, um, just by leaving a five-star review. Um, but again, we're on pretty much everything. If you don't use iTunes, we are on Spotify, Stitcher, um, and uh, pretty much anywhere else that gets an RSS feed of this podcast. So as always, love talking to you all about movies. Stay watching, fam. Peace.